How's it going, lovebirds? This is episode nine of the Good Relationships Podcast. I'm your host, Derek Brown Jr., and I'm here with one of my partners and trusted colleagues, Adam Hendershot. How's it going, bro? It's it's going really well. Um, I'm just really happy to be on the on the show today. I know, you know, you have a lot of great insights into relationships and to, you know, how you can improve them, and you know, even how you can start them, maintain them, all that, all that fun stuff. So I'm just excited to share my two cents. I appreciate that, and uh, the reason I w- I wanted you to be on this one was to talk about a special topic today, mm-hmm. and the the whole scheme of it is really just how love is a choice, but the main question that I really wanted to dive in mm-hmm. is the idea, something that we've talked about personally behind the scenes, and it's mm-hmm. the difference mm-hmm. of like loving the idea of a person mm-hmm. or actually loving a person. So I, I, I want to just give you free reign to just <laughs> go in on that topic. I know you got a lot to say, and I know people yeah. are just going to love to hear it. Yeah, okay, so <clears throat> I mean... From the beginning, you know, I think the first point that we should make, obviously, I, I don't know if you said it in the intro there, but, you know, love is work. You know, love isn't something that just happens. You know, it doesn't just happen to you. Um, if it is happening to you, it's someone else putting in the effort for it to happen to you. And, you know, I think when we grow up, sometimes we get that, you know, uh, you know, in, in many cases, you get that unconditional love from your from your parents. And you kind of take love that feeling of love and like protection and doing anything for someone for granted because when you grow up that's just the way it is right but I think that's part of maturing is realizing that you know it's hard to love someone you mm-hmm. know especially when you have to take responsibility for them you know when you're a kid you know and it's responsibility that's what it is so and you know to, to get back to your, the core question there what's the difference between loving someone and loving the idea of someone loving someone is putting in the work whether or not it's convenient for you to love them, mm-hmm. doing it anyway, uh, right? Mm-hmm. Being there, right? <laughs> and loving the idea of someone is basically... Are you guys going to be here for a while? Yeah. I just have to run to UT to get my kid, and I'm coming right back, so I didn't want to lock up. Oh, no, you're <laughs> Yeah, but, you know, basically, you know, love, love is hard work. You know, love is, is a conscious effort that you have to make every day. It doesn't just go on autopilot, right? Um, now with loving the idea of someone, it's, it's, it's more of a selfish, it's more of a selfish thing, right? Mm -hmm. Because you're thinking, well, you love the idea of this person. You, you really like the idea of what this person can do for you. Mm -hmm. If, you know, if that makes sense, because everyone always says, you know, oh man, I need a girl or I need a guy that can do this because I'm just so bad at this. You know, and that and that's just the foundation of a terrible relationship, mm-hmm. filling in your own gaps and emotional insecurities with someone else's strength. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's not healthy. It should be a mutually building and mutually, you know, beneficial relationship. That's how all relationships should be because they're work, right? Because you have to invest in it. It's a long term investment. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's the main thing is that with, you know loving the idea of someone it's just it's just more selfish mm-hmm. you know it's sh- thinking short term about instant gratification about what i want right now not about you know it's it's not about getting to know that person and loving that person for all the bad parts about them too cuz mm-hmm. for every nice beautiful thing about a person 
there's something that's equally as ugly or maybe not, you know, undesirable, maybe, you know, quote unquote, undesirable. Yeah. But, you know, loving someone is looking past all that and having the maturity to love them anyways. Yeah. No, I agree yeah. with you. I, um, just going back on what you were talking about with uh, the idea of it, it being selfish, you know, loving the idea of someone being selfish. I think about it in a way that it's like, here, here you are as a person and you may see like everyone in social media, they have these relationships and of course we want to be with someone, but the idea of being with someone can cause us to be with the wrong someone. So it could lead us to be with someone that's not right for us. Mm-hmm. Or it could lead us to just just basically spending our time with multiple people and mm-hmm. in doing so, kind of like breaking our own selves down. So it's like just just even starting with the, the, the point of like loving the idea of someone, it can set you up for failure. Like, the, mm-hmm. like you said, it's just like the beginning of something that's not right. Mm-hmm. So... I think that even going into any relationship with that mentality, just like, oh, I want a relationship just for the relationship, or I, I want to mm-hmm. be coded up because it's um, it's winter time. I don't know, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, or just yeah. It just any reason. I just want to go on a date with someone. I just want someone well, to make me feel special. Well, you know? yeah, and and I think to build on that, it's I think dating in general, particularly in American high schools, has become it's just it's just a big status game, right? And I think a lot of relationships happen because of certain social circles, you know, literally people, you know, the guys of this group and the girls of this group will force these two and, you know, they'll spread all these secrets about how these two should be together. Right. And that's all a status game, right? Because they're, they're from their particular little clique or whatever, and they're kind of forcing this thing to happen. And they, maybe those two end up dating mm-hmm. because they like the idea of it. But they're really doing it just to appease the, the crowd, rest of the like, people, right. to, to put on the show, right? right? And I think that's a big part of what it is, is, is status, mm-hmm. you know? And, um, and I think, I, I just think that's bad, you know? Like, and I think that's, when you see on social media people, all the drama about relationships, all the talking about this person and... You know, people just being too much involved in other people's relationships. Those are the ones where they like the idea of a relationship and they're selfish relationships. Mm-hmm. It's not about growing with that person and having unconditional care and love for them. It's really about putting on that show mm-hmm. and trying to elevate your status or, you know, I, I don't even know what it is. I think, you know, we're animals and that's how animals behave. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think getting out of that animalistic instinct and going more towards the uncomfortable, which okay. is, you know, I think that's important to go to that uncomfortable because I think it's comfortable to just get instant gratification and think, well, you know, what's good for me? You know, but it takes a lot of maturity to say, okay, what does this person need for me? Not, you know, it, it kind of goes back to the principle that JFK, he said, Ask not what your country can do for you, but ask what you can do for your country. Mm-hmm. But you can, you can, and, and that's the thing. Our relationship with our, with our nation is kind of like that of a girlfriend or boyfriend. You know, mm-hmm. ask not what you can, what your girlfriend or boyfriend can do for you, but what you can do for them because of unconditional love. Right, right, right. And I think the key is, I, th- I think it's really hard. And this, this is where the fun part co- comes in. 
I think it's hard to give unconditional love to someone who doesn't deserve it. And someone who doesn't deserve it is someone who's doing it for status and is doing it because they like the idea of you. Mm. So you should never settle for someone, even if you have that unconditional love for them, you need to let them go. Because mm. if there's not two people looking to the other side, seeing what they can do for them, that's, that's a recipe for disaster. Mm-hmm. You know, so, mm-hmm. uh, that's, I mean, enough said, honestly, you know, yeah. it's just like, yeah, that's it. I agree with you. I mean, what, what, what could go right in that? I mean, you got emotions thrown in there. You got people's time in there, especially if they're, they're really physical, then you're giving someone a piece of yourself like a part of yourself that you, you you should truly hold on to share with someone that you truly care about. Mm-hmm. It's like if you're you know just just giving this out based off of the idea of being with someone, or just to appease a crowd, or just for status, like you said, it's, mm-hmm. it's like that's just going to damage you. It's going to damage the other person because mm-hmm. someone may even assume that they're actually in love with you, and then it, it'll come to a point where you actually realize that they're they they they're not the one for you. And then you have to go through that breakup. And I know that everyone is going through these these breakups where they knew that it was coming. They just didn't want to go through it. And so they stayed in a relationship for however long that they didn't need to. And it caused even more pain because mm-hmm. they were just really not listening to intuition. They, were, they weren't trusting in their mm-hmm. own selves to know that it's like they weren't doing it for actual love. They're doing it just because it, it was just it was just there. Well, and, and I think that's a really good point is that some people become, well, uh, let's let's go to the roots of this, right? I think from the beginning, everyone develops the most important part of any person's development is the first five years of your life, period, the end, right? So I think if you don't get the emotional um, the emotional support and the emotional attention, and that emotional intelligence that you need at that age, it's hard for you. Uh, in, in a lot of cases, some people grow out of it, you know, and they can they can learn to have their own self-esteem, have their own, you know, provide themselves with their own emotional security. Mm-hmm. But in a lot of cases, um, you know, as people grow up, you know, more into their teens, they, they have to look to other people for emotional security. They have to look to a significant other for that comfort or for that actualization you know, for them to say that you're worth it, you know, you're worth the time, you're worth the effort, you know, some people need that, and they, they almost get addicted to that feeling of security, and they don't have that independence, like, you know, have you ever, you ever seen those couples that are literally attached at the hip, yeah, yeah. and they're always texting each other, like, how, and for me, it's like, I'm an, I'm, I'm a very independent person, I was really lucky, I'm lucky to be independent, um, but I just couldn't, stay in touch with someone all day like that because Mm -hmm. you know i and i'm not going to toot my own horn but i i have self-esteem and i don't need someone else's (laughs) approval to do what i need to do every day you know yeah but some people they really do need that because you know lack of attention when they're a child whatever it is you know but it roots back to something and if you can find what that root is you can fix it you know and that's Mm -hmm. that's what it takes you have to know why can't I move on from this relationship? Or why do I, when I get out of a relationship, why do I jump right, right back, back into, into another, another one? one. Mm-hmm. And, and, and in many cases, I think most of the time it's girls, you know, needing a guy's relationship. That's that's just my what I'm observing, you know. I, maybe I'm wrong. I could yeah. be wrong. It's it probably okay. happens the other, the other way around. But from my perspective, I think it happens a lot where women, 
feel like they need to be with a guy. And I see this too often where they think they can fix a guy that's shitty, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, if, if you could just understand that you need to work on yourself and not worry about working on someone else, mm-hmm. no one can work on that person except for themselves. And, you know, I don't think you should ever go into a relationship assuming or hoping or wishing that you can fix someone else's problems. Mm-hmm. All you can do is fix your own problems, help them. That's it, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's the weird thing about, you know, relationships is that it's selfish in a way and it's unselfish in a way because you have to be selfish enough to know, you know, give each other boundaries, you know, stick, get your own shit done, mm-hmm. clean your room, mm-hmm. you know, don't worry about whether your boyfriend is going out with the guys tomorrow night, worry about what you got to do today, right, you know, right. and that's where that mutual trust comes in that, that you both know you're going to get your shit done and you're going to come together at the end of the day and you're going to enjoy the fruits of your labor and you can, it's nothing but love and support at that point, right? Because you both have taken care of your own stuff. Right. And at the end of the day, there's no quarrels because one person isn't depending on the other for anything. Mm-hmm. And that person will never feel like they're doing a chore to give that to the other person. Yeah. Because that person has everything they need. Yep. The other person has everything they need. But now it's just excess love and support, even though they already have everything they need emotionally physically whatever it is yeah but it's just if you can both have that sense of self-actualization and then come together as mature adults that kind of relationship is is just the best yeah yeah. you know what i mean yeah you're you're, you're giving you're, you're basically what he just did was he basically just wrapped up a treasure a treasure of how to build like the exact relationship you want and I'm just gonna re-say it in a different way so that you can understand the way what he's just what he's trying to give you. So if you if you have enough self love in yourself, then you will love yourself enough to put yourself to to care for yourself in the best ways, to give yourself the best conditions in life, to work towards the things that you actually want in life, and you won't be so necessarily worried about the other person that you're with, but because of them actually doing the same exact thing as you're doing, loving themselves enough to work towards, we'll say their dreams also, then they'll already be fulfilled for doing the things that they're, that they love the most. And with that fulfillment, it'll give them the ability to actually love you more and support you more. Because they already fulfilled, they're not they're not looking at you Mm-mm. to fulfill them anymore. Yep. Because they're already fulfilled. And that's a that's a huge point. Because like one of the points on the hierarchy of needs, right after physical needs, is the need for the approval of others. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people get stuck at that part, mm-hmm. needing mm-hmm. the approval of others. So if you can get over that hump of needing someone else's approval, someone else's love, someone else's permission to do something for you or to go succeed, or to do whatever it is, you know, if you can get over that, and more to the point where you're working on your pride, you know, because after, after you get the support of others around you, you kind of start feeling like, okay, mm-hmm. well, I don't just need their love, now I'm going to start, I, I want, like, respect, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to start wanting respect, and once you learn to fully respect 
Well, once once you earn the respect of others, because respect is not just given, it's earned. Mm-hmm. Once you earn the respect of others, you can move to self-actualization because once you're done, you know, I think this happens, you know, late, you know, early adulthood. I think a lot of people get over that. You know, they have, they've built their esteem from getting the approval of enough people and now they're looking for more respect and, and they're looking more in inside themselves, you know, to mm-hmm. to get their, like self-approval in a way. Mm-hmm. So if you can get to the point where <clears throat> where you're not doing things for other people's approval, right? But you're doing it for your own approval. That's that, that's where the you know that's where the sauce is for the right. relationships. Right. You know that's right. that's where the special sauce is. Right. Know? Okay. So my next question is this. Let's say someone checked out the Good Relationships podcast. They listened to what you said. They're like, okay, I'm about to go back and get the secret sauce. I'm about mm-hmm. to uh, figure out self love, and I'm about to I'm uh, I'm going to stop caring about what others think and stop trying to please others. And basically everything you said. So let's mm-hmm. say they get the sauce, right? Mm-hmm. So now they have the sauce, and they're ready. They're actually ready to love someone willingly. Like they, they're ready to make it a choice of theirs. So what does that look like with someone who has that self-love? And what does it look like them being with someone who has the same thing? So mm-hmm. them basically willingly being in that relationship. Mm-hmm. Well, I think a big part of it is mutual trust. That's one of the biggest indicators of a mature relationship like, like that, where both partners have reached not self-actualization, but you know, are building their own self-respect, right? And that's starting to do the right thing more. Maybe not acting as much selfishly, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you know, you built your esteem, and you're getting out of that selfish part of your mindset, and you're and you're ready to give unconditionally. Mm. You know, and that's that's a big step. So I think what that looks like, honestly, is right off the bat. I mean, if it's someone that you're meeting right off, you know right now you know you don't you you didn't know him before but you're meeting him right now i would say the best thing that you can do is be as honest as you can about about what you want in a person about and 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 the thing the the key is someone is going to be the the right person will be attracted to you when you're able to express yourself and what you care about and how that can relate to them Mm. because if you're just only focused on them you know, it, it's it's gonna show that you kind of like the idea of them, but if you're thinking long term and, and you're bringing in, and it's about the conversations that you have, mm-hmm. you know. So so if you set off, if you start the tone of the relationship, talking about middle school stuff, you know, and not getting down to the stuff that really matters, you know. Most of these listeners that are listening now are gonna be ages twenty to twenty five to thirty. I don't know, but at this age. You got it. You got to just be straight to the point. Yeah. I mean, you can't beat around the bush. You can't do all this small talk. You have to say, "These are the things that I care about. These are the things that are absolutely necessary when I'm gonna start seeing someone like I'm serious." And if you really are serious, they're they're gonna be able to tell because you know genuine, genuineness, genuinity. I don't know the right word for that, but genuineness is really easy to read. With just intuition, you don't have mm-hmm. to be an expert. People can tell when you're mm-hmm. being genuine. You can feel it. Yeah, and that's the thing. And you, you can't pretend to be genuine. So you really do have to reach this level of maturity and self-love to be able to express your wants and your desires 
um, with, you know, in, in relation to a partner, you know, you're going to have to do those things to be able to do that successfully. In my opinion, that's what I found. Um, but I, I think really what that looks like is, is really not over committing, you know, I, I really don't, I, I think you should be straight up with them in the beginning and say, you know, let's hang out, mm. you know, don't, don't take them on a five-star dinner first time, you know. You can if you want, if it's love at first sight, you know. If you believe in that, that's cool. But my, my personal style, you know, don't overcommit because I, specifically with guys, it's a bad sign when a guy commits really hard mm -hmm. right away. That mm -hmm. means in many cases, he's <laughs> playing some games, mm -hmm. right? So um, in my opinion, a mature man will let his intentions be very clear, mm -hmm. and then, and then just take it slow. Hey, let's just hang out, be friends. And and I think a great way to start, and a very mature way to start, even is, is hang out with a group in a group environment to yep, start. Do go do some activities. You know, you don't need to sit down and like have a big long discussion the first time you hang out. Go to like listen to some music. You know, do an activity, right. have some fun together. You know. Yeah. And I, there's nothing wrong with that, but just don't. Don't get so serious right away. Like, yeah. And, and remember, th this is the person potentially that you're going to be spending the rest of your life with. Make sure you can freaking right, like right. kick back with them. Be you comfortable. Know? Be yeah, comfortable. Yeah. Be yourself. Yeah, exactly. So just like go have fun with someone and, you know, don't don't stress about it. You know, don't don't make it a huge commitment right away, but just go out and have a good time. And, you know, th that's going to be what most of your times with them are going to be anyways. Just hanging out, you know, having a good time. That's, that's, I mean, it's going to, you're going to be sticking with them through the good and the bad. Right. But to start off, keep, keep the tone light, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like don't, don't spend all your lunch money <laughs> on your first date. Yeah. All right. Think of, be creative. Like we, we can't stress this enough. Be creative. Go and, um, I don't know, bake, bake cookies. Don't like go out and just buy food, like mm -hmm. bake cookies or make a lunch and, then choose a place that they've never been to and like that has a nice uh some nice scenery in then do something like that or i don't know be creative make it fun because you you just want to show that you're different like that's the whole point of like it being a choice like you putting in the you having a willpower to basically show that you're serious without being so serious mm -hmm. you know it's like yeah i'm serious about me dating you but i don't want you to think i'm like ready for marriage right now mm -hmm. because that comes off yeah. really scary well yeah and i and i mean i think those relationships can definitely work out like i personally know um you know a couple that's been married for i think between 15 and 20 years and they got married within the first two months of e of knowing each other so of course those i mean exactly. those i mean those are one percent cases you know that, that's one percent of people that get married do it that way now and, and that's the thing if if you just know for sure that's if, the one and you, you just know, gotta do it go for it yeah i mean who am i to say but you know my advice personally and my personal style would be tread lightly because you know especially with guys you mm -hmm. know because like if, if if he if he if he commits super hard and he shows a bunch of feelings right away He's had, I'm sorry to say it, women, but he's having shiny object syndrome and he's going to get bored. Okay. He's going to get bored. Can you explain shiny object syndrome a little so bit more? Shiny object syndrome is kind of the same thing as I was saying earlier about liking the idea of someone. 
is basically just saying, you know, guys will, I, th I think a lot of guys will convince themselves just based on face value. You know, a lot of times just based on, on appearance, they'll say, oh man, I could totally date this girl. I'm super into her, blah, 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 blah. And that's over committing right away. <laughs> and, and when that happens, in many cases, after a month, I don't know, maybe two weeks, maybe he'll stop responding to your texts, right? Mm -hmm. You know, and, and that's because he got shiny object syndrome. Well, what happened? You know, well, what happened? Well, he, well, the problem is, is that you don't know what a mature guy looks like, you know, <laughs> and, and that's the thing. I think some guys will be mature and fully follow through, but I've seen it happen too many times. Mm -hmm. The guy will act super serious. Mm -hmm. The girl will be super excited. Mm-hmm. And a week later, he will stop responding because he found some other girl, and he's right. doing the exact same thing. And 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 just on the opposite side of that that spectrum, it actually works the same way with women too. Like mm -hmm. if a guy gets super excited, then the girl may stop responding, and that's also just a sign that like you're just not ready. Like if someone is is not responding to you and in both ways if someone's not responding to you and you're still trying to like contact them then that's an issue like just let it go mm -hmm. let it go and if you're still thinking mm -hmm. about dating someone just move on if they're right for you they'll mm -hmm. come back and here's the key here's the f i can't say the f word here's the freaking key here, you, you here, can say that i can say it here's yeah. the fucking key <laughs> okay <laughs> okay if if you feel offended or you feel like your day isn't going to be the same because this person won't respond to you, it's not something wrong with them. It's something wrong with you. No person that you barely know should be able to control your emotions. Mm -hmm. And this means it roots back to you're, you're depending on someone else for your emotional stability mm -hmm. for, you know, um, yeah, just for that actualization. You know, if, if you... If you really get burned up that someone isn't responding to you, yeah, <laughs> there's something wrong with you, not that person. The, the fact that you got overly excited when they did respond yeah. to you, like mm. if you, if you have too much of yourself into it, like, and if it's causing you to be so distracted from the rest of the world, mm. it's probably something that you're looking for as a distraction. Like you're mm. you're, you're not even really wanting that. You're looking for the the idea of it mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. the reward you're looking yeah you're looking for the the gratification of having that emotional stability oh jennifer you're pretty mm -hmm. oh mm -hmm. i just love being around you some people need to hear this over and over but you you gotta you have to be used to telling yourself those things and yes. not needing to hear it from someone else yes because once you accept these things for yourself that you're good enough that you're smart enough that you're attractive enough whatever it is you know, once you can move past that and, and have all that for yourself, mm -hmm. you know, you're not going to be at the heels of some other person of the opposite sex. It's just not going to happen. Exactly. You know, what you want, what you want, what your goals are and what you're working on is, is way more important from that point on. Exactly. You know? And that, and that's where the really, really mature and great relationships happen. You know, there's, we've actually talked about this in the past and there's too many people that, give up their dreams over relationships. Mm -hmm. Like, I've heard so many stories where, oh, I wish I could have done this, or I, my dream was to be this, and, and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, what happened? Well, I met your dad, or I met your mom, and it's like, well, why did that stop you? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, my, my point is that 
I think that as long as you're focused on you and you have that self-love and you're constantly telling yourself that you're the best, you're beautiful, you don't need the you don't need to hear from other people. Not only will it sound so much greater hearing it from those people when it happens, but because you won't be so relied on that, you'll be so much more prepared to meet that person. And you'll be at the place where you're meeting people who are just like you. So if you're if you're not settling and that's the word I'm looking for. If you're not settling for just anybody and you're working on yourself and you're, you may be in books, you may be working on your own businesses, mm-hmm. you may be um, working out constantly, it, it may, it's going to just put you in the best place to, to meet that person that's on that level. If you're, if you're like in the gym constantly and you're working out, you're eating healthy, you're only going to be around other people doing the same things. So if you're telling yourself that, you're a beautiful person and you're investing in yourself, then you're going to meet in other people who who love the, the their self the same way too. And that brings us back to the beginning where if you meet someone who's also like that, then it makes it so much easier to love them and just support the dream that they're on because they're going to do the same for you naturally. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, and and that's and that's the key is like is making a relationship with the foundation based on um, mutual benefit, you know, you both mm-hmm. should be improving and benefiting, you know, one person shouldn't, you know, nothing should be taken away from either of you. Yep. Yep. Ever. Yeah. Because at, at the end of the day, love is a choice. Mm-hmm. Like you, you don't, you don't have to be there. You don't have to give your time with this person. You don't have to love them. You don't have to do anything for them. And if you ever get upset that you're doing anything for someone else, you probably shouldn't do it because you're not doing it out of the you know fullness and kindness of your heart. Mm-hmm. So think about that. Who is it that you are around that you can do things effortlessly for? Like, who is it that you're with right now that you can spend time with and it, the time just flies by? Or when you're like sharing that moment and time just feels like it's it's not going anywhere. Like, it's just it's just seem effortless. Like Adam said, you should feel comfortable. Because this could be the person that you're spending the rest of your life with. So, Yeah. That's all we got for you today, guys. And lovebirds, I got some good news for you. We are going to have a crazy lineup of speakers talking about... Basically, it's just going to be a bunch of girls and guys giving their individual opinions on dating relationships. So, so they're going to be giving... Their personal examples, and it's just going to give you an idea of what other people are experiencing on date on dates and dating other people of the opposite sex. So, I hope you guys tune in to the next few episodes. And as always, stay blessed, not stressed. Thanks, Adam. Thank you. <laughs>